are listening to Cold Lake Community Church Podcast. I hope today's message inspires you. Cold Lake Community Church, a place where families come together. Let's just pray. Father, I just pray that this will be a day of new beginnings. Pray, Lord, that we will just make ourselves available of the offer of the gift of reconciliation that you have given to the whole world. Pray that your Holy Spirit will make your word real to our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. What did you sense as you viewed that, uh, that video clip? An old man who just wants to make things right with his kids. Relationships are strained, to say the least. He's done everything he can think of. It seems that there's been a lot of blue, blue Christmases. So this time, this season, decides he's going to go himself. He has sent letters. He's sent messages. He's made phone calls. There's been no response. So now he's going to go himself. He wants to see a new beginning in his family relationship. He wants to deal with the stuff that has separated them as a family. Family happens. We have a father taking the initiative to love and try to make things right with his family, to be reconciled. That's what we're talking about today, the gift of reconciliation. Our Heavenly Father's love extended to us. Words get said, emotions get strained, feelings get hurt, expectations do not get met, and blame gets assigned. It happens in families, leaving painful wounds and sometimes that never really properly heal. And then, of course, Things happen in the workplace, in the marketplace, or even in, even in waiting rooms. I've got a little video clip that I just want you to watch. It's funny, but it happens.
I think there's room for some reconciliation there, isn't it? It happens. Life happens. If we're not careful, relationships that were meant to be beautiful can be bruised. That can lead to brokenness that's difficult to heal. God's gift in Jesus was a gift of reconciliation, the gift of love. John 3.16, God so loved that he gave his only son. One of the beautiful parts of Christmas is that God began building a relationship bridge back to you and I. The relationship that God the Father longed to have with us that was broken in the garden. Instead of waiting on the world to change, God took the initiative to love and to make things right with the world again, with those who would accept him become part of his family. He made reconciliation possible. The only reason that we can come into the presence of God and celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ at Christmas is because the Heavenly Father gave such a gift out of a heart that was filled with love. John later writes these words about the incredible gift of this love. He said, we love him because he first loved us. And for all of us, I I think, there came a time when we realized that God was actually reaching out to me as an individual. We sensed his presence. We sensed his love. We sensed his caring. Maybe it was through a, a video Maybe it was a book that you read. Maybe it was something on the, on the radio or the TV. Or maybe you were in church on a Sunday morning. And the Spirit of God tugged at your heart. And something probably that you always vaguely knew. But now it was certain. God loves me. Again, it was God who took the initiative. God came to us. We see him in Revelations 3.20, speaking to the sinner, not not the sinner, but the church. He's standing outside the door of the church, and he's saying, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him. And dine with him. And he with me. God has always been making the first move. Making the move. Initiating. The reconciliation. Wanting to get back. Into a relationship with us. God knew that if things were going to be made right with him. He had to make the first move. He had to give the first gift. He had to be the one making things right. And so he did in the person of his son, Jesus. It was all based around love and relationships. Earlier in 
1 John chapter 4, we see this theme of love wrapping the gift of God who sent his son. We see love being the central theme of all relationships mentioned in this passage. It shines like the star that shone over Bethlehem's manger. Look at these words from John and through the fresh, through the fresh lens of the Father's love. John, 1 John uh, 4, verses 7 to 12. Dear friends, let us love one another because love is from God. And everyone who loves has been fathered by, the, by God who, and knows God. The person who does not love does not know God because God is love. By this, the love of God is revealed in us that God has sent his one and only son into the world so that we may live through him. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, if God so loved us, then we also ought to love one another. No one has seen God at any time. But if we love one another, God resides in us and his love is perfected in us. A perfected love is a love that is in right relationship with others, especially in a right relationship with our families. Our Father in heaven who loved us completely gave the gift of his Son that would make a way for all things to be made new in our relationships. The gift of reconciliation brings with it new beginnings. All things being made new. What was it the old man in the video said? I'm about new beginnings. God is about new beginnings. You remember in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, Paul is writing and he says, if anyone be in Christ, they are new creation. The old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. We fight day in and day out so that we may never have to change. We want to keep things the way they are, the way they have always been. But God says, after you've had that relationship with me, after we have reconciled, nothing will be the same again. In Isaiah chapter 43, 19, we read, look, I'm about to do a new thing. Now it begins to happen. Do you not recognize it? Yes, I will make a road in the desert and paths in the wilderness. What? If that happened every Christmas? But what if it happened every day? What about if every day in our families things were happening, things were getting better, we were getting different attitudes, we were allowing the love that has been offered to us and, and spurned so many times to come to the surface? And forgetting and forgiving, allowing God to be the head of our home. The prodigal son do come home. Prodigal sons and daughters do get back to the place 
that they belong. Do you remember the story of the prodigal son? I'm sure you do. Luke chapter 15, verses 11 to 12 says, Then Jesus said, A man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of the estate that will belong to me. So he divided his assets between them. The next scene finds this son taking the extravagant gifts of inheritance and goes on a spending spree in a foreign country. Eventually, the son's recklessness gave way to destitution and deep hunger. The Bible says that he was working with pigs, and that would be the most de uh, degrading job for a Jewish man to have. But that's where he found himself, longing to eat the pig food because of his own hunger pains. The Bible says there was no one that would help him. And so in that state, the Bible says that he came to his senses and remembered his father's home. He could choose to humble himself and take the initiative and move back to a place he knew that would have provision from the hand of his father. And even if this relationship would never be quite the same, at least he would be home. But when he took the steps to get back to father, he found out that things were waiting for him that he never dreamed possible. After all, the son did and said, asking for his inheritance ahead of time, would have been like saying to your father, Father, you're dead to me. <clears throat> At this time, the story was first heard that was a horrendous, scandalous thing to do and to say. Yet there is every indication that the father was watching and waiting for the prodigal to return. The Bible says that when he was afar off, a long ways away, the father saw him. He was looking. And I'm sure that day, as he was looking, he thought, is, are my eyes playing tricks on me? Is that somebody coming down that road? And as they got closer in the and the shape got larger. And finally he realized, it is. It's my boy. He's coming home. There was no talk of all that he had squandered. The fact that he was coming home was precious to the father. And the fact that you and I would come home is precious to our heavenly father. He wants his children to be back in his presence. He wants to shower us with his love and his mercy and his grace. And also, he wants his children to get along with one another. He wants his children to act like family. He wants his children to show love and respect towards one another. 
within the, the blood relationship family and within the family of God, within our churches. He wants us to show love and respect. He wants us to be reconciled to one another. The Bible says that, that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. He has done all that he can do. He has done everything that is needed, everything that is possible, so that you and I can really, truly enjoy each other's presence this Christmas. Not presents like gifts, but our own presence. He's more interested in having a relationship with me than anything that I can give him. Amen? The father in the video did the same thing. We do not always know how such things of love, initiations of love and hope will turn out. When you advance towards someone and say, I'm sorry, you don't know if they're going to say, I don't want to talk to you. I'll never forgive you for what you've done or for what you've said. But it's worth a try. Who knows what will happen if you'll take the first step? Who knows if you take one step, maybe that one who is at odds with you will take a step towards you? Reconciliation makes it possible for relationships to be restored. This Christmas could be about relationships that have lingering wounds being healed and made whole. It may not happen all at once, but then maybe it will. What if a step was taken that led to a second step and then a third. And finally, that relationship was just as if it had never been broken in the first place. God desires for someone to take the initiative in, their, in your family. Someone make the first move, offering the gift of love. That might just lead to receiving love in a fresh a new way. Nothing is beyond repair. No relationship is beyond fixing. Even your relationship with God can be restored. The father in the video said, I love you no matter what. That's God speaking to me and to you. I love you no matter what. How many times have you and I fallen flat on our face? How many times have we sinned and did things against God? And yet, all we had to say, I'm sorry, Lord, forgive me. And it's forgotten. It's forgiven. That's what God wants us to do with family. 
within our families. God wants us to just lay it down. Get rid of that stinking pride. Humble yourself and say, I'm sorry. God the Father is saying the same thing. I forgive you. Romans 8, Romans 5, 8, God demonstrates his own love for us while we were still sinners. Christ died for us. I'm always amazed at that verse. I love that verse. That applies to me. Man, when I was still a sinner, I'm not the cleanest pot in the shelf right now. I'm going to tell you, I was a lot worse. When I was at my worst, God loved me. One day in a little church, I sensed God speaking to my heart. And I went forward that day and said, Jesus, forgive me. I cried like a baby. I sobbed. I knew I was a sinner. But I remember another time when I ran to the altar as a young married man. I hadn't been faithful to God. I was getting involved in things that I shouldn't have been involved in. And I remember kneeling down and saying, God, if you ever see me get this far away from you again, would you take my life? I'd rather die than go into eternity without you. You know something? If God had have took me at my word that day, that okay, next time I'll take you out. I wouldn't be here this morning. I'm going to tell you, folks, the love of God is so strong and so powerful. His mercy is so great. His grace is so amazing. And over and over and over again, He forgives us for things that you and I will never look at another person again and never, never take them back into our confidence anymore because of what they've said or what they've done. And yet God is doing that for us over and over and over again. And I don't think you're any different than I am. But God asks us to be this way because he knows that's where we get the most out of life. That's where we begin to enjoy the blessings that he has for us. When we choose the way of the world, we will not forgive and we turn our back on people and write them off and all of these things. We're punishing ourselves. We're robbing ourselves. We're keeping ourselves from the blessings that God has for us. 
And he has made it possible that we can be reconciled to him and reconciled to one another. 1 John 3, 1 says, See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. John 3, 16, God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God in heaven sees that the space between us has become too great. So God comes to us in the person of his Son, Jesus Christ. In Matthew 1, 21 and 23, says she, that's Mary, will give birth to a son. And you, speaking to Joseph, are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. God comes to meet us where we are, whoever we are, whatever the past, whatever the present. No matter how broken or separated we might feel from God, God comes to us. He don't wait for us to go to Him. There's an old song they used to sing one time a country gospel song. He came down to my level when I couldn't get up to his. Father God has clearly stated his word. How are we to respond to his offer of love and reconciliation? Well, Romans 10.9 says, if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. Amen? Amen. That's a glorious promise thrown out to all who will believe. Paul teaches us that God was in Christ in 2 Corinthians 5, verses 19, 21. God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us his wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin, so that we might be made right with God through Christ. God has done all that he can and needs to do He has made the first move. He offers you and me a clean heart, a new life. From this very day, we can be justified just as if we had never sinned. And Today again, you and I will make a choice to accept or reject. This is God's Christmas gift of reconciliation to the world to you and I.
We hope you've been blessed by this teaching from Coley Community Church. Thank you for your continued support of this ministry. Coley Community Church, a place where families come together.